0: to the Go Chatter podcast. Now today I'm joined by Paul Sirstad. I mean, you tell us a bit about yourself. You you're a director. You've been an actor. You've done loads of things.
1: Yeah, it seems like I just can't make up my mind, right? <laughs> um, yeah, no. I I, uh, I I trained as an actor for um, three years at uh, Central School of Speech and Drama, a Drama School in London, and I. Um, yeah just kind of i always wanted to be a director um i think i I thought i planned to go you know that clint eastwood way of you know be an actor and then go into directing but i think god closed um quite a lot of doors uh and i just really felt you know it was always that kind of thing is i'll do that for you then i'll do it for you then when i get that platform but i kind of felt him saying oh great but what are you going to do for me now so uh, yeah, me moving into filmmaking was kind of an answer to that and uh,
0: trying to create content for, for him. So, I mean, let's talk about your story a little bit then. So, uh, have you, would you, you, you do a lot of spoken words style kind of poetry and stuff. Have you always had an interest in that then?
1: No, not really. I don't, I don't, I can't actually remember where that started or came from. I mean, I, I used to write. When I was a lot younger, I used to write musicals, so I always like, um, you know, enjoyed writing poetry, and, you know, uh, especially lyric form. Um, but yeah, I don't actually know where this spoken word thing, I didn't even come across it. I just kind of started, I don't know, I remember just being on the train once and just writing resolutions, just being like, cool, this is, this is a new year spoken word. And I think when we started um, the, the company, uh, Raw Light, we kind of thought well let's get some stuff out there just to be encouraging you know the idea was to try and condense theological um you know uh, wanderings into more simple um memorable or you know being able to say them uh kind of verses like like, again like song lyrics but you know they're a bit easier to produce than a whole song i guess
0: obviously right you're a christian so how how did that come about then what's your kind of story of faith then
1: um well i, I would say i used i, I was i well um, okay so i'm born uh, born in spain to a norwegian father an english mother then we moved to dubai lived in dubai for five years and like always had this kind of I, I was raised as a christian my parents found faith when they were in spain before they had me um and then when we moved to england it just became a bit of a, a backseat it became a you know Christian by name only um and but I, I did enjoy the the kind of the the theological arguments. still I would still like love to argue you know atheist versus Christian and you know all that sort of stuff that all those young teenage guys like to get into uh oh dear um and then uh actually it was whilst I was at drama school uh, my now wife um uh, kind of learned that I was a Christian quote-unquote and uh, she started, you know, kind of challenging me on some stuff, like, you know, what are you are reading in the Bible? What do you mean, what am I reading? No one reads the Bible, uh, you know, and all that. And um, I think she, she kind of just convinced me to go to Hillsong, um, actually, which I think is just a great place for people who are searching, people who are, you know, looking to reconnect. I mean, that's, um, you know, can't knock them at all for that and uh, I just really responded to the word. Um, they gave me like this Bible in a magazine format. I don't know if you've ever seen the ones that they do. Um, but it was in a different order as well, and it just began with the book of Romans. Um, so I read Romans first, and I don't know, I suddenly had this like understanding of what grace was um, for the first time, really. And I, I don't know, it really did kind of change, maybe not overnight, but you know, in a few days, and I just became passionate and zealous for, uh, for learning, um, yeah, the, the kind of the grand picture and the
0: grand story of the Bible. Um, so I guess, yeah, that's that's where it fits in. Wow, I mean, that's really cool to hear about that and to see the difference that made. Like, so obviously you're creative, but your wife Faith is too, isn't she? Um, have you worked with her on many projects then? <laughs>
1: Uh, we have, we, we, so we, we create a lot together. Like we end up always like writing the church shows. Yeah. Um, we actually, the probably the, our, our most successful, um, you know, if we, if we're counting numbers, it's successful
0: yeah.
1: um, spoken word, we actually wrote together, which is the, not just a baby, the little nativity one. Um, so we do, we do, we do work together. Um, not as, not, like enormously, but we—I think we just help each other out on each other's projects, uh, like a lot. You know, I, I can write a script, give it to her, and she'll be like, "This is awful." <laughs> I'm like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> and I—I um, I, I don't think I've ever met a better person giving notes and being able to like just being able to you know cut through the fat and being like, "No, this is what you need to do." And you're like, "Oh yeah, of course. Why? Why didn't I think of that?" And and hopefully I do something similar. <laughs> back to her uh, i hope um but yeah so we, we do we do we really kind of um help each other in that in that sort of work um which is just such a great blessing and you know she's a phenomenal actress so anytime i try i try and write stuff for whether she'll do it
0: <laughs> yeah so you, you trained as an actor mm-hmm. but now you spend more time as a director mm-hmm. um how how's that kind of transitioned over time i'm conscious we'll we'll talk about raw light in a minute but <laughs> how's that kind of how have you found going from training and acting to then moving into directing
1: well what is what what is a real um i i don't you know i i like i think knowing what you're good at or what you're gifted at or what you're skilled at Um, is as important to know what you are not and what you need help with and what, you know. um, I think a film set is such a great picture of, like, the body of Christ (laughs) because it's like, you know, you might have the director, but if you have the director there on his own, it's going to be a useless film because there's no cameras, no actors, no nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, And as an actor, when I, I started doing films quite early on, um, I would spend all the time that I wasn't in front of the camera, just behind watching and going back into the edit suites and learning. And I'd always make these films on like something that was worse than my phone, like a you know really rubbish camera. Um, we made a whole feature film and not like a drama, an action adventure, Craig Hunter and the Skull of the Giant. We, we went all out. It's terrible. No one's ever going to see it. <laughs> um, that's a promise. <laughs> but. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed watching people work and I, I kind of learned that you know pe- people pick each other pick up each other's strengths and their weaknesses so you know as a director I I'm, I know actors and I know how to communicate with actors and work with actors and I've spent enough time behind the camera that I know how to shoot and I know how to film and I I know a little about a lot um, which is useful to be able to communicate to the experts. So, like, my DOP, Andy Toovey, um, on the films that we've been doing, is just such a godsend, and what a talent. And, you know, just knowing where to put people and having them do their incredible work. I, I don't know, I think it's just a bit of a privilege just to be able to sit in that seat and be like, this is all coming together, it's
0: amazing. And so, obviously, a lot of this has come about through The Christian media organisation you set up called Rawlight in... So you set it up in 2017. You've made multiple films since, um, including a really powerful spoken word which I watched recently. It came out, what, six months ago, called The Story of a King. I think that was the most recent one I saw. How did Rawlight come about then through all of that? And what role has that played in a lot of your kind of video stuff going forwards?
1: Well, Rawlight was... uh... Was really the answer to, you know, God's question of what are you doing for me now, um, and it it was a. I really felt like, and I still feel that the the we have a lot of Christian films that come from America specifically, um, which are fantastic for that audience, but they speak very much to the the patriotism that they have, which you know, fair enough, that that's you know their nation. Um, But it can come off a little bit um, maybe cheesy sometimes to non-Americans or just we don't connect with the flag, Um, you know. Uh, So it was really an answer to try and go, I think I think we should be doing something here um, to, to speak to, you know, the people of. Uh, the UK and you know my heart is as well for, for Europe and, and um, uh, other places I'd love to do stuff with, with the Middle East and that, things like that as well um, but um, it, it, the, the, I mean the name just kind of dropped in which is quite nice it was like a little nice answer to prayer I thought like Lion of Judah Light of the World War of Lights um, and also Sound and Vision look at that so many levels uh, <laughs> but um uh, and it, it really, we kind of, I wanted to start something that would yet yeah, that would be that answer of producing quality, good Christian film, um, and that's really I, I'm not talking there about you know spoken words or short videos. I am I'm talking film, film, uh, which is what we've been working on behind the scenes and not shown anybody yet. So as much as you've seen, it's uh, we've got you know five short films and a feature film coming out this December. So. Uh, Uh, that should be our introduction to the world um (laughs) uh yeah which i'm excited about but it's that that's the kind of heart of it and then really what i'd I'd love for it to be able to do as well is is help um you know others grow the christian industry film industry as well um in terms of you know helping if i learn enough about distribution hopefully raw light can then help others distribute their films and so on and so forth you know it, it can't be all under one banner it can't all be you know everything is owned by one that's not how the body of Christ works so yeah. um, I think that's the, that's the heart that's the aim uh, for us Ooh.
0: yeah and you mentioned now I was I was going to ask you about um what you've been working on recently so you've you've been working on a project called parables untold retold um, retold sorry parables retold so can you tell me a bit about that um yeah. and i i've been told you had some interesting idea for how people were going to be able to watch it as well so i'm i'm intrigued about that really <laughs> well, well we'll see what how um how covid
1: has affected the uh, the uh <laughs> the possibilities um of what can happen but so the the parables retold is um currently, we've we've just wrapped in March, the the fifth and final one, the series. So it's five short films, retelling, uh, each retelling a famous parable of Jesus um, in a contemporary modern setting. So we either interpret it, we expand it, we extrapolate from it, and we try and tell the story in a way that will connect to modern audiences. Um, You know, obviously it it won't connect with everyone, but hopefully just people will be intrigued and then go back to the Bible um so we you know a great example i think is and actually this is the story that started it off because i i kind of almost had this experience of going oh this is uh who who stops for someone and helps and who doesn't and it was the idea of the good samaritan but obviously jew and samaritan today to a kind of a modern reader who's not you know very biblically literate doesn't know the historical context of those two groups and it is a racial you know clash uh one thinking the other was unpure and and not you know not right which you kind of go oh goodness me this this parable is actually quite it's speaking very very directly into especially today uh, something that really needs to be talked about so we we retold it with a white supremacist on his way to um a nationalist march mm. and uh being uh, you know, he gets beaten up and a priest passes him by, his other um, kind of white supremacist friends pass him by, and uh, a West African man stops and helps. Um, and you know, that that kind of, what does that, how much does it hurt to love? And when you put the story in that context, you go, oh goodness, um, mm. hold on, let me go back to the Bible and check, <laughs> check this out. So yeah. we try to do stuff like that with five parables. Um, and that's they're the, they're the ones that I wrote three and directed them all, and then I had a few other people write the other two. Um, actually, Faith wrote The, the Rich Fool, mm-hmm. my wife. Um, but the release of them, we were, I don't know, everyone everyone, everyone makes short films, um, which is good uh, and everything. But I just, I, you know, again, I wanted to introduce ourselves with a bit of a bang. So um, we've weaved them all together into a larger narrative um into our first feature film that we're actually i'm um, in pre-production for now i'm filming this summer uh, with with my awesome team Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> and uh it is it is the story of uh luke uh there's a if we luke writing the gospel account of luke Um, and encountering the parables told by some of Jesus' disciples you know, years after um, his resurrection and ascension Um, and Luke kind of figuring out what he's meant to do and what his role is in the whole thing and so we're calling the film Testament um, Mm. and our aim is for it to be released this Christmas um, it it all going well and good Um, and hopefully we can release it Uh, for like one night only across 200 cinemas in the uk um if not we'll be doing some
0: online version of
1: something (laughs) again we we just don't know now do
0: we welcome welcome to the covid world yeah um i feel like we can't have an interview at the moment without referring to covid somehow i know it's mad yeah aside from parables retold um what's coming up in the future then for you just to finish have you got any ideas of things you want to do once you've finished parables retold or um
1: yeah so um well, <laughs> so after after the feature comes out we, we're gonna so i wrote a series called a heartwarming story about the end of the world and hmm. uh, it's a light-hearted look at the book of revelation <laughs> that's
0: really something <laughs>
1: yeah it is a comedy. Um, and uh, it's, uh, we can we, I, I wrote this kind of, you know, 10 page little short for two friends who just wanted to do something. And I, I just, I loved the idea so much that I kind of uh, expanded it into a six episode series. Um, and it really is, uh, it's, I, it's one, it's the favorite, it's my favorite thing I've ever written. And, um, you know, I, I think people, people who've read it are excited. And I'm, we, I can't wait to make it. Um, it's uh, Yesterday, Eli opened up his Bible for the first time. Today, he finds out he's in it. Um, so it's about a, a complete new Christian finding out that he's one of the two witnesses, and off we go. Mm.
0: Well, thanks so much for taking the time to have a conversation. I'd really encourage anyone listening to go have a look at Rural Light online. Uh, you can also find some of the videos And the team at Rawlight have done on the GoChatter website, so that's GoChatterVideos.com, and I'd really encourage you to go have a look. Uh, There's some great stuff out there. Thanks for listening.